travelers, we are live from the apocalypse. Hi, hey, hello. Will here is your storyteller once again, welcoming you back to another episode of Academy H. If you're listening to this day of, it's also recording day. You can catch us streaming our recording session tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over at twitch.tv slash live from the apocalypse. We'd love to have you join us and keep us company if that sounds like your thing. Even if it's not, we hope you enjoy the latest episode of our Signs and Portents arc, which features our first ever guest star, Amber Logston, aka the Space Jamber. Amber was fantastic in this episode and gets even better throughout the rest of the arc, so stick around. If you don't know us, everything we do, this podcast included, benefits a nonprofit or aid organization, which is currently the International Rescue Committee. We pick beneficiaries and then set a goal of $2,000. Once we hit that goal, we vote to pick the next one, and so on. We also record the show live, like I mentioned earlier. Catch us on Twitch every other Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, recording two episodes which is also where the majority of our fundraising happens. And you can find all of that info, our full schedule, socials, and Discord community link at livefromtheapocalypse.com. Feel free to join us. We'd love to have you. A lot of feels in this episode, but a lot of laughs too as things heat up. Let's go ahead and join our heroes in media res. Here's Academy H, Signs and Portents, Part 3. Can Danny say something to Victory? You know, before I got here, I don't remember a lot. And you all have been very nice about that. But I do remember that I was the oldest kid. And I was in charge of the other kids. And I know each day when everyone else was working on a plan for us to survive... I got to be art teacher. And this is what I wore for them. And these handprints are all I have left of them. They're not coming back. Because if they come back, they're just going to die again. This is all I have of them. I just, I can't do this anymore. I can't keep losing people I love. I can't lose my memories of the people I love. I'll see you at home, and then Danny just leaves. Danny, when you leave, where are you going? Danny's going to try and break in uh, to see Nina. 
and and at this point he's not trying any games he's not trying anything he's he's got to talk to her he needs to talk to her he's she's the only person who will calm him down right now like he knows he's not she's not even his Nina but even just seeing her you know however many years younger than he knew it would be enough to maybe reground him. He, he's not thinking rationally at this point he there's a p- part of him that knows it's not her but he doesn't care he wants his mom yeah that makes sense um so you can teleport you can portal to right outside of the heraklion but what are you doing after that he is so he's been since he's been watching the building he is going to go to what he believes to be the least guarded corner of it, teleport above it to get over the fence, and then basically flying by the seat of his pants, going to test that once he is able to naturally fall over into the border to see if his portals work. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, you can do that. You teleport up into the air, but unfortunately, you find that you can teleport, but any portals you attempt to create that would take you even slightly across that barrier of the fence around the Heraklion end up feeling solid when you try to pass through them. But if you would like to assess the situation by rolling superior, you are definitely welcome to. Six and two. It's my superior. One, nine. With a nine, you can ask one question, and I feel like what here can I use to blank? Which you could just say, what here can I use to see Nina or get into the Heraklion or anything like that? Yeah, what is the way that I can get into I don't necessarily need to talk to her, although he would if he gets that close, he's not gonna try he's not gonna stop there. But he he needs to see her more than anything. We've established that you are are deeply unnerved and unhappy with this idea of there being places your magic can't go. And I mean in this case in particular. This is like something you need. This is the one place you need to go right now. You need to be there. You're, you're not okay right now. And the fact that you can't just get there is deeply, deeply frustrating. There's only one person you can think of who seems to be able to regularly make the impossible happen. But they don't do it for free. Can he find him? Can I can I find him? You can you can certainly try. Yeah. How would you like to do that? Would you like to Danny's going to go back to where he first met Crossroads? And um scream his name in that alley where he first landed all those years ago. Or not years, weeks ago. You go back to the alley where you first came through to the present day. And you scream Crossroads' name into the night sky of province. And a few seconds later, you hear a voice from behind you that says, Yeah, all right, all right, no need to yell. And you turn around and leaning against the brick wall of the alley, you see the purple-skinned, horned form of the demon Crossroads, who is wearing a blue and white striped nightgown and like a Looney Tunes sleeping cap. 
Not that it is branded Looney Tunes, but it is of that era. Danny does not notice the clothing at all. And I need, I is just, I have two things I need from you and I need to know what they cost. I need you to, I need to get in to see Nina Kroll and I know you can do that. And then Danny will grab the strap that's burnt and he goes, and then I need you to fix this. Crossroads kind of makes an exaggerated show of stretching and yawning and leans in to examine the strap. Well, it is just your luck. I happen to be running a two-for-one special right now. What do you need? Have you noticed anything odd around that little apartment you share with Tyrant's kid? What do you mean, odd? There's a bunch of mannequins there now. That is weird. Any cold spots? Strange sensations, feelings like you're being watched? Danny is, like, confused, because even though Kaz didn't tell Danny to forget the conversation, Danny did anyway. He knows it wasn't his information to share, and his memory's bad, so he has no idea what Crossroads is talking about. It's been a week of loneliness. That's not something that's going to stick with him. That's fine. Your friend, I'm sad to say, is haunted. There is a ghost following him around. It is in my best interests, and your best interests, and his best interests, if he were to no longer be haunted. So, I want that ghost. I want you to deliver that ghost to me. And in exchange, I'll get you in to talk to her. As an added bonus, he kind of reaches out and sort of dusts the outside of his hand against where the hole is burned in your shirt and the strap is ripped, and it's good as new. For the first time in what feels like a very long time, Danny will breathe. And then he doesn't know that it's a good ghost. He has no idea. Kaz, I'm sorry. I'll do what I can. It shouldn't be too complicated. And he is going to conjure out of thin air a little simple wooden box. And he will hold it out to you, Danny, and he will say, All you need to do is just open this in his room and then bring it back to me. Okay. Danny will take the box and he will put it in a portal. Good. Oh, oh! You wanted to, you wanted to speak to her now. I wasn't sure what the different. Who did you want the money? The ghost first. I'm. I'm. Currency is new to me. Ideally, I would, but if you're willing to sign a contract, I think I can provide you with goods and services up front. Let me get you the ghost first. I don't want to have anything on paper with my name on it. Well, fair enough. You just let me know when you're ready. And also out of thin air, he will conjure another one of those little business cards that Kaz has and just sort of tuck it into the front pocket of your overalls. 
Danny will just open a portal underneath him and go back to the apartment. Which, um, given how fast this exchange just took place, I imagine is empty. Yes, but it does seem like everyone is coming, so Danny is going to hide the mannequins very quickly. (laughs) Step one. That is right. You just, like, portal all of them into the white room? Yes, but Danny also, like... So Danny panics at first, thinking that, like, of course, every apartment has mannequins. So first he just sets them up like they're normal mannequins instead of the action poses he had them in first. Because he just doesn't realize that just mannequins by themselves. But then he realizes that they're wearing their clothing. So he quickly like <laughs> undresses them and portals the clothing back to where they go originally. And then eventually he realizes that the mannequin, the, the, the apartment did not have mannequins before. And he knows he's going to have to explain a lot. So he will put them in his special room. <laughs> okay. Oh, Good. Dear. And I assume that will take him a while while everyone else gets there. Yeah, yeah, I I imagine so. So you're not trying to get this done before everybody gets back? No, I'm going to talk to Kaz. Okay, cool. Um, So you (laughs) finally... At, at last. I'm sorry, I thought that was understood. No, no, I just, I just wanted to double check. Um, I, I thought that's where you were going, but I wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah. So right as you get, like, the last of the Alex's clothes back into his room... The rest of you get back from your tussle downtown, presumably with Borealis in tow. I was gonna say, I do think, I do think we will have yes. to have had some kind of a discussion about that uh, in route, because again, I think now that we have to walk back, essentially, it's a lot more of like first, it's a lot of like rushing until we don't feel like we're being followed and then probably as we slow down to a more manageable pace uh mostly for kaz as he is unfortunately the least athletic of us we love you but it's true um <laughs> yeah danny was my ride i Ly- was <laughs> like he he's kind of all of our ride but we're gonna just have to and then she's like i don't want you to think of this as kidnapping but we are taking you with us. I heard that if you go to a secondary location, you don't have a really great chance of making it out of the secondary. Well, I guess this would be the tertiary location. Uh, okay. You know what? Um, We, and she gestures like circle with like this. She's like, we are not going to hurt you. Um, We're just going to have a, a conversation. I think it's best if you're present for it since you are now a third party witness and then you can go about your, your day. What was your day? Um, it wasn't great. Yeah. I think that's the best way of putting it. I just wasn't having a great day. So, so this, you know, the candy coating on the delicious bar of chocolate, I guess maybe a bad metaphor because of that was that guy had a snotty candy coat anyway i'm sorry i <laughs> i'm dealing with anxiety for the first time in my life and i don't know what to do with it i'm really really sorry there's there's <laughs> nothing you need to apologize for again we're the ones who are she looks at alex and kaz again kidnapping you that 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 is not the verb that I would prefer to use. I mean, yeah, it means I've committed multiple crimes tonight. If that's Listen, the case, I don't. Hopefully, we'll see Danny again. So this works, right? We're taking you back to see Danny. See, we're with 
Danny. We're taking yeah, you back good. to campus. Okay. Good. Good. Yes. Um. Yes. That's uh. Yes. Yeah. I think. Alex, I will say that as probably the member of this squad who is most up to date on superheroes and most involved uh, actively in that culture and lifestyle, you probably would recognize Borealis from around campus. Maybe having seen them practicing while you were working out or something similar, but you, I think, would be aware that of the Brant Academy students, there has been a lot of buzz around Borealis in specific. A lot of people talking about how they're incredibly powerful. You've heard a couple rumblings that their power level could even potentially rival luminaries. And you could take that with a grain of salt, but it's a thing you've heard scattered around, exaggerated or not. Their power level is over 9,000. thank you thank you somebody said it wait a minute i i wait and i think i think i know you i think i've seen you around actually you're uh you're you're borealis yeah right yeah you could you you, um yeah you could you can call me burke though please call me burke i i'm uh i am I don't know if I want to be affiliated with that name right now. Um, yeah. Bye. What's up? <laughs> no, I was just curious. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I, I had this feeling, you know, I just, you seemed like you sort of fit in uh, uh, with, you know, and I figured you were probably going to classes. So, uh, and you showed up with, Okay, um, you know, actually, um, do you mind taking us back? Okay, um, yeah. so you showed up with Danny. Um, you guys friends? Well, um, I was ta- uh, I I ask only because Danny is constantly making friends. I would like upperclassmen friends. I think that would be very nice. Um, it doesn't seem like Danny would is in the mood for a new friend right now, though. Um, sounds like he lost a lot of his friends. Anyway, um, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. Uh, personally, I'm just gonna, I'm trying to table that information until I know what to do with it. I'm sorry. Uh, I've been very rude. Um, hi, I'm Victory, but you can call me Alex. Hi, Alex. If, if, if Alex does the victory symbol, like, then I think just to fit in. Borealis will throw it up too. Kaz does not because he never does. I think Lyra does. It's it's Pavlovian at this point. (laughs) Lyra doesn't even like look over when she does it. She just like. Yeah, at this point, I've like taken the lead in like negotiating alleys and I just throw it up behind me. (laughs) There are just so many different ways you can throw it up. You know, you can do it sarcastically, you can do it confidently. Like, it just. It's also now like a pose in K-pop too, where it's like, yep, <laughs> that's why it's so good. <laughs> nice to meet you, Victory. I, I I think I've heard about. Well, you're the one with like all the weird dietary restrictions, right? Ah, uh, see, the cafeteria staff have been talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> can't blame them. 
I, I swear, I did. I, I genuinely, I have to understand. I genuinely did not mean for that to escalate into an argument. Like I explained to security, I things, uh, I you know, okay, um, cool. How are you? How is everyone doing? Yeah how how are how are y'all doing? That seemed uh, it. That seemed really tense. Is that what fighting is like outside of the academy? Well, um, it can be. Kaz has very much been silent throughout this. So you're, you're, you're on foot, right? Traveling back to school. You were not far from downtown. You were in the neighborhood of Corinth, and you really only have to make your way a mile or two south to reach where the Brand Academy is. So... Traveling through the alleys definitely takes a little while, but by the time you do introductions and catch up and have a chance to chat with each other, you do pretty much make it back to campus. And you can head back up to your suite in Ellis Tower. Do we walk in on Danny throwing a mannequin into the portal, or is he sitting? Seems only fair. (laughs) Lyra has seen them, so she'd like, just pauses for a moment. Yeah, did you did you warn the rest of them? Were you like, no? Because hey. here's the thing: this is the first time I've seen them all. So like, I see the mannequin go flying into the portal as I open the door, <laughs> and I just like, I take a minute to like decide if it's worth bringing up, given the uh, everything that we've been through this evening. And she doesn't even say anything. She just goes, nope, and just like shepherds the rest of them in. Danny, you throw the mannequin in the portal. And you close it behind you, and your squad mates have returned with your with your young ward. Hello. Hi. I'm sorry for leaving you. It's okay. Um, you have a lot of other stuff on your mind, clearly. You deserve the space. That is very kind for you to say. But I had a responsibility to you, and I apologize. It will not happen again. You may or may not note that the damage that had been done to Danny's clothes has seemingly been repaired. I don't know if it occurs to... Uh, I, think, I think she notes that it's fixed, but it's one of those things where it's like, I don't fully know the extent of Danny's magic enough to to question it. Ditto. Kind of the same thing. I think that's what Alex is assuming. Yeah, same. Danny is going to make eye contact with Kaz. I would like to speak with you, if that is okay. Yeah, yeah, sure, Danny. That's um, that's fine. Would you like to do it privately? I don't want to air your business. Yeah, let's let's do it privately. Before they go into the room, uh, Lara is going to kind of take a step forward, and she's be like, "Wait, before before we brush off everything." that just happened are you both okay no i don't think it's safe for me to be here right now and i'm not sure how long i can stay here without something catastrophic happening so not so much okay um i'm gonna go make a pot of tea and her mother's her mother's influence is just possessing Lyra in this moment as she goes into the kitchenette to try to make a pot of tea because that's all she knows how to do in a moment like this. 
Borealis, what are you doing? I feel very uncomfortable with the energy that we've made in the studio <laughs> right now. <laughs> you want to come stand in the kitchenette? <laughs> yeah, Lyra, if you are channeling your mom, I feel like the first thing you would do is like glom onto this, you know, person that you can mother. Uh, that is fine and fair. And also like with her working with children, you're obviously this, you are not in the age group with which Lyra works, but you are younger than her. And thus she will just kind of like steer you into the kitchen to give them more space to have their conversation. Cause I am presuming that this conversation will have something to do with either the situation we were just in or the situation that they were in while Victory and I were in the Heraclium. So she is fine to give them space. And Berkeley, as the adrenaline is fading, you are four out of five conditions deep. Yeah, I took hopeless as the fourth one. Sick. Love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what a phrase. <laughs> wow. So you feel very drained and tired physically, emotionally, the whole nine yards. And I think. Lyra and anyone else who's hanging around, which would I guess would really just be you, Alex, if you are still sort of hanging around, you would notice that a lot of the sheen in Berkeley's opalescent skin has faded. It's it's becoming more matte and more dull, closer to marble than opals. I, I don't know if I'll get sick, but that's the thank you. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm sorry. That's okay. It's it's Bethel, and she does not elaborate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. And um, what kind of tea do you have? We don't have to role play through the tea if you don't want to. Um, <laughs> you can you can make the tea. Yeah. That's the just that's the that's what's going on while the Danny. Kaz show is going on. I was just going to say, that's how the insecurity rolls off. It's like, anything to not talk about me, let's just talk about... Right. And I think it's very fair to say that that all you have is is gross victory tea. <laughs> Something that... Because Lyra, you don't live here, so... Uh, I don't. It's like the yeah. Herbalife bullshit. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Kaz might have some tea. That is fair. Well, it could be. Is it? Is it the Celestial Heavens cult tea? The one where they're associated with aliens wow. and all that? We're getting real specific Celestial with our... seasonings. Oh, yes. dear God. Celestial seasonings. <laughs> Celestial seasonings. The cult tea. This, uh, this niche tea content that everybody has come here for. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm sure that that Kaz has some some energy drinks in the fridge. Also, that I mean, yes, there are definitely energy drinks. And speaking of Kaz, presumably you and Danny step into your room. Danny is going to uh, wordlessly pull the card out of Crossroads out of the front pocket of his overalls, and I think it catches Kaz just a little bit off guard because I think when he walked into his room, there was a bit of a pause because there was a part of him that wasn't sure he'd be getting to see his room again and is just kind of looking around 
also trying to mentally prepare himself because he's not sure where this conversation with Danny is going. Um, and then is just kind of freezes when he sees the card that Danny's handing out over to him. I know you and Crossroads talked at your dad's place. And I know I was there, but it didn't seem like it was relevant for me to be there. So I just kind of forgot it. But tonight I went to him. And I probably shouldn't have. Why? Was it... I mean, I could understand if... I mean, I don't know if that's something he could do, but you were saying you lost a lot of people. I mean, I guess I could understand if you wanted to bring them back. I don't think he's that powerful. Do you think he's that powerful? I don't know. No, I can't. I can't think about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have put that idea in your head. It just, it, I couldn't think of any other reason why you would go to him. Can I tell you something you can't tell the others? Yeah. You've kept my secrets. It seems only fair. You know that other glass person we saw the other day? Oh, you weren't there. I'm sorry. We saw another glass person. Okay. Victory's dad, I think, arrested her. (laughs) Anyway. She's my mom. Not like my mom, but like my mom. And I really wanted to see my mom. I still really want to see my mom, if I can be honest with you. So I went to him. Because I can't get in there. I would love to get in there on my own. I can't. I'm not strong enough. And he told me that there's a ghost. And I have to know, is this ghost your friend? Or is this a bad ghost? And so Kaz goes through just kind of a variety of emotions that Danny can easily see on his face while Danny's talking. Because, first of all, when Danny brings up the fact that this other glass person is like his mom, you see Kaz look really sad. And almost sort of become lost in that and it almost seems like he's going to say something up until you ask the question about the ghost at which point his eyes widen and he says the ghost is my friend and in light of everything else you've just said I need to know why you're asking Crossroads told me that if I got your ghost to him, I could see my mom. But I can't rob you of your friend to see a woman that isn't really my mom. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have talked to him. But you should know he really wants your friend, and it's really scary the way he talks about it. Oh, I know that he really wants my friend. Part of what you forgot is that he tried to make me trade my friend as part of the deal he offered me, and I told him that wasn't going to happen. 
And it's super fucked up. I mean, not surprising, but super fucked up that he went through you to try and get the same outcome. I agree. So I think we need to kill Crossroads. (laughs) I'm with you. I want to do that. But I think there's a really big complicating factor there, Danny, because if if we kill Crossroads, I don't know what happens to me. Oh. Okay. I don't know what happens to my dad, which is probably a secondary concern for you, but is still a concern for me. I don't want you to lose your dad. I don't want to lose you. I don't want you to lose your friend. I want you to be around. You're my friend. So we have to stop Crossroads and make it so he can't hurt any of us ever again. And we have to make sure that he doesn't get Jonathan because I, I don't know exactly what will happen if he does, but I think it's going to be very, very bad. And not just because I would be losing my best friend. Okay. I have a box. He gave me a box. He said the box was for capturing a ghost. The box is not here. Okay. But maybe we can study the box to figure out how his magic works. I think we're going to have to be really careful where, when, and how we do that. Because I don't want it anywhere where it could catch Jonathan. Danny is going to like excitedly grab Kaz by the hands. And say, I know where you can live now, by the way. Enlighten me? You can live in the house. In the house. The house that only we can get into. And that mean guy who will be my friend. (laughs) We can get in there. But these people can't get in there. Oh, Danny, I think think that's a great idea in some ways. But I think that's also really... um... So Kaz is going to pause here. And look around the room and then be like, Jonathan, there's some things I want to say right now that it would probably be good if I asked your permission first. You receive no reply. Yeah, so um, Kaz definitely looks unsettled, and there's like a good minute where he's just kind of looking around the room, waiting to see if there will be a response. Would Would you like me to leave so you can have this conversation? I don't know if that'll change anything. Danny, yeah, I'm still going to leave. I'm just going to, yeah. Yeah. Just to be safe. And if Kaz tries to talk to Jonathan again once Danny's outside of the room, does he receive a response? You do not. So another minute or so goes by. And where is Danny if Kaz like peeks his head out of the room? Sitting on one of the common room couches, just kind of uh hands sat on his lap um, and and Kaz motions for him to come back 
And I think at this point, as much as I, I think Kaz is also panicking. And so I think it's less like he's trying to explain things to Danny the way he'd planned to and more is just saying everything that comes into his head and it's just like all right that isn't normal usually if I say Jonathan's name he usually shows up pretty quickly after that didn't change when you left the room there's a lot of really weird things that intersect with me Jonathan and you uh, for starters, he can't see you and I don't know why. And I've been trying to figure that out, um, but I don't know enough about my abilities to be able to do that. On top of it, when you brought up the house, the reason I don't necessarily want to go in there is because apparently when we went into the house the last time, Jonathan was no longer a ghost. He was a human. He was interacting with the world. He's never been able to do that, even when I've tried to help him. But for that time that we were in the house, well, in the upside down part of the house, at least, I think. I don't really know exactly when it started, but whatever time period it was, he was alive. I maybe wasn't. I don't know what to make of all of it. And I don't like the fact that he isn't answering, especially after that deal that you made with Crossroads. And I really hope that none of these pieces are connected, but they probably are. We died when we touched the tree? Maybe. I'm not entirely sure on that. We don't really have a lot of evidence to go from. All I know is, and actually Kaz pauses there and then says, Oh, I hadn't thought about that. When, when you arrived here, Jonathan disappeared. And I'd never seen that happen before. And I don't know what all of it means. So should I leave the apartment? No, 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 no. I mean, he's been here while you've been here. It, it's fine. He just can't see you. He thought I only had one roommate. So he can see Alex, but he can't see Danny. I have a question. Yeah. So do I. What makes Alex so cool that ghosts can see him? <laughs> I think that might not be the question that'll get us to the answers we need related to this, but it's a fair question. So suave, so cool. It's the hand sign. It was the hand sign the whole time. <laughs> it's actually a jutsu that lets ghosts see you. <laughs> Fuck. It's actually the JoJo pose. Yeah, it's 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 a stand. <laughs> <laughs> I want to help you find your friend Kaz, and I don't want Crossroads to take him. And I don't want anyone to take you. And I don't want anyone to take Alex or Bethel or Burke. Burke's nice. Have you talked to Burke yet? Haven't really had the chance. They're nice. They had a weird handshake, but they're nice. Danny, going back a few steps, this box, where have you put it? It's in my special room. And I'm the only one who can get to my special room. Am I the only one who can get to my special room? Danny immediately takes off for his room uh, to try and open a portal to his white room to hop in there to make sure. 
So you're going back to your actual room, opening a portal to the white room. Yes. You step into the portal, into the white room, and you may have to rummage around in your corner of things you've tossed in here, but you find the box. Is it? Can I open it? You can. Is it empty? It is. Okay. I'm going to put... Danny is going to put it back in the corner, but then like put a bunch of stuff on top of it as if he's afraid it will open on its own. And then like as he walks to leave the room, we'll turn to look at the corner real quick to make sure nothing has moved. And then we'll leave back to Kaz and closing the portal behind him. I like to imagine that these, all of these conversational scenes are interspersed with you just walking across the common room where the other three are just kind of sitting in silence (laughs) and everybody's eyes are just kind of following you back and forth as you go. Every time that the Danny passes by, Alex kind of starts to like, to like raise a hand to try and try and get, get his attention, but no. Okay. All right. I'm just, okay. I have the box and it is empty. So I don't think Crossroads has your friend. Okay. That's, that's, that's something at least. But I think we need to figure out. Danny's going to take a deep breath. I don't purposefully keep secrets. I don't, I know I seem like I'm scatterbrained, but it's not like I have a bad memory. It's that my memory doesn't really exist. I didn't know I had a mom until I saw her. I'll be honest, I thought Bethel might have been my mom. And she was mean to me. (laughs) (laughs) So, I will tell them my secret. And I think they need to hear yours too, if you're comfortable with it. And if you're not, I do understand. I, it is not my place to share. But I think together as a team, we can handle this a lot better than by ourselves. I think you're right. I think... I think the hard part is that if we're laying secrets out, we might need to put all of the secrets on the table. And that means also talking about my conversation with Crossroads. And if that's what I need to do to fix this, I mean, I... I owe it to the squad for the fact that you all showed up for me tonight. You're our friend. Guess I'm not really used to having that. Until I met all of you, Jonathan was about the only friend I had. Before we go out there, Danny, I did just want to say one thing. It really means a lot to me that you're willing to forego seeing your mom if it means not taking away my friend because I don't know if I would make a deal with the demon but I would do a whole lot to see my mom again and I'm sorry that I can't give that to you I appreciate it but your friend you know your friend that's your friend your friend is important my mom Kaz my mom is gone And as much as I want her back, she's not coming back. 
So really what I wanted to do was look at her weird time-displaced doppelganger. And in hindsight, I think I need to get a therapist. Crossroads could probably help with that too. (laughs) (laughs) Crossroads. Crossroads, I need you to find me a therapist that will take my insurance. Uh, (laughs) Some things are even beyond me, pal. It's going to cost you. (laughs) Wait, is the superhero medical system like better than the normal US medical system? Or it is not. (laughs) Well, damn, we're fucked. <laughs> I mean, you all have access to, to mental health care, at least, uh, through Clara, which is nice. Another way that we know this setting is a, is a lovely piece of fiction. Exactly. Danny, at the very least, you know the name Jonathan now. And this time, Danny will remember it. So do we go out there and tell the others? I'll tell mine first because I was the weird person tonight, which is weird because I'm normally the normal one. I mean, I will say you did all walk in on me being surrounded by agents for the second time in like a week. So you burnt my shirt, Kaz. Yeah, that was really fucked up, Danny. He deserved what he got. That said, I'm really glad that you didn't kill him. Because I'm pretty sure that that fucking asshole Stricker would have used that as a reason to definitely take me into custody. Since that was what they were there for. I am also glad I did not kill him. Because in hindsight, killing somebody because they burnt your shirt is not a good reason. I mean, it was more than a burnt shirt, Danny. Yes, the shirt was a gift from dead children, but that makes it stranger. I see a dead person. Maybe we should both be in therapy. That's probably not wrong. I mean, I mean, real talk. This, this, <laughs> this, this entire squad. Like, let's 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 be real honest about things. There's a lot of control issues that are not being addressed. Hey, listen, this is therapy. <laughs> Have y'all considered I mean, listening wrong. to like a Mountain Goats record? <laughs> okay, okay, just making sure. Take a shot. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, so, I mean, as you guys come out, uh, once again, Alex trying to flag you guys down. He's like, uh, hey, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm so sorry. Uh, can we, I really, really feel like we need to have a conversation, a squad. Yes. Thank yeah. you. A squad meeting. Yes. That's what a yes. Squad meeting in the foyer here. That would be great. That's what we're here for. Okay. Up front. Um, and I think we all have some things that we got to say, uh, but um, cool. New business motion to make Bethel the leader. What? Yeah. That's simple. Seconded. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh. All. All in favor. Yeah. All right. Wait, I can't be the leader. What? And Bethel just like throws her hand up. Like what? The eyes have it. The eyes have it. Um. The motion is carried. Democracy prevails. Congratulations, Bethel. I deeply respect your leadership. Thank you. I appreciate your faith in me. She kind of like sits back down, like she had hopped up when this 
this quick exchange happen and she just slowly sinks back into the couch and is just like, oh my god. Congratulations, Madam President. I mean, you made tea. I feel like that's like the most leadery thing that you could do in this moment. I appreciate your faith in me as well. And she reaches over and she gives you two knee pads. And with and with that in in my and we also are joined by um Burke this evening. And while Burke is um not at present a formal member of the squad, um they seem very cool and chill uh, under the circumstances. Might I remind you, I have four conditions. <laughs> but we don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't mean that they don't seem very cool and chill under the circumstances. And so, I'm sorry, uh, I I interrupted everyone. Um, Other people had things that they wanted to talk about. Can we all just sit down, please? I'll go first, because I've been the one who's been a psycho tonight. No, you haven't. You haven't, Danny. Please don't call yourself that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Truly, I do. I, you know, that glass person, Victory Bethel, you know, the one that Victory's, um, boss (laughs) arrested the other day. Wasn't it his father? They, he called him Victory Lad. I wasn't sure if that was like a, like a, like a wink, but he's Alex. I have not met your father. If that was your father, I apologize for not introducing myself. That all is going to be part of, um, what I have to say. Okay, so that glass woman. Yes, I'm familiar. Is my mom? What? Um. um. She, 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 and my dad, whoever that is, adopted me, and I don't think they were together. I think they were just the people who raised me. Um. And anyway. She's not my mom yet, and hopefully if I do everything right, she'll never be my mom. But you guys know when you have a rough day and you just need to see the person who's the nicest to you. I really wanted to see my mom tonight. So I went back to where my car seat saved my life, and I'm maybe... uh, no sugarcoating, Danny. We gotta be honest. I tried to make a deal with Crossroads. I'm sorry, what? I'm still catching up to the fact that you're my nephew? What? What? Huh? Bethel. Lyra did say that the person who she thinks did this is her sister. She didn't say her name, but she said that. But I know my mom's name. I know. That's why there's like there's like visible Kill Bill sirens going off in Beth's head. What? Okay. Um. I before. Okay. Before we start looking at um family trees, Danny. I. You try. I can't. I can't do this right now. Just go on. Just go on. Victory, I understand you're disappointed in me, and I accept that, but I was disappointed in you for mugging for the cameras the other night, so really, I like to think we're even. You're you're going to put these on the same level. I can't believe you. You're my nephew. So I'm not your nephew. I'm a different Bethel's nephew, so really, it's more like we're, like, second or third cousins. 
this is the conversation we're having. Okay. Anyway, he fixed my clothes. Um. Oh, oh, thank. Oh, thank. Gosh. Yeah. All right. He fixed my clothes. Don't you ever make light of that ever again. And then he told me that if I did something bad to Kaz, he would let me see my mom. But I told Kaz about it. I'm not doing it. Okay. Okay. But I wanted to be open and honest with everybody. Okay. All right. Lyra's going to get up at this point. Uh, She does like one tight little circle in place. And then she's going to say... So you're not following through on the deal with the demon, correct? No. Okay, so we can treat that we can treat that as as a non-issue. We're not following through on that deal with that demon. She's looking at Victory and she's like, so that's and, that's And Kaz is like trying to gesture to get your attention and being like, Well uh, Kaz, Kaz, no, no, please, no. Danny, before I jump in, anything else that you wanted to say? I am sorry. I do regret it. Um, I am I am bad at impulse control. Is maybe is maybe some character growth I need to go through, and maybe that's in real life too. If we're being completely honest, but <laughs> at least for Danny, for sure. Um, but I just wanted you to know that this is what I've done, and that I will. Um, aspire to be better and that thank you all for supporting me like a bunch of good friends and now we support another good friend the floor is yours Casimir and so Kaz freezes a bit especially because he can already see like Alex's disappointment and I feel like he's vaguely aware of Burke being there as well and is probably going to catch himself a few times as he's talking to like acknowledge things that he's saying in front of this person that he does not know but I think where Kaz is going to start is by saying so the thing that Danny was asked to do was to capture someone very important to me I'd really rather ask his permission before I say anything here, but since I haven't been able to talk to him tonight, I'm just going to do it because I think I'm worried he might be in trouble, even with Danny not following through on the deal. He's a ghost. I've seen him as long as I can remember. We've literally grown up together. And Crossroads really wants him. And I know that Crossroads really wants him because when I escaped from all of those agents with their guns pointed at me, Crossroads was the one who made that happen. And he brought me to what he saw as a safe place. He, he brought me home. Alex, I know you were 
really upset with Danny for saying that he almost made a deal. I did make a deal. And I did it because I thought it would help Jonathan. At that moment, Alex, right as you are about to react, time stops. Burke, it takes you a minute to realize that that is what happened and that everybody just didn't stop talking mid-sentence. But you can see Alex is on the verge of blowing up like he, you know, has his hands on the table, but he's not quite standing yet. There's an angry expression on his face. Kaz has been sentenced. Danny's kind of staring down at his hands. Lyra's staring off into space. None of them are moving at all. There is, you notice, steam coming off of the mug of tea in front of you that has frozen in midair. And as you are looking around and taking all of this in, the door to Kaz's room opens and a purple-skinned figure with horns steps out. Now wearing a pinstriped business suit that is very sleek and tailored. And this demon has a small little lantern in one hand with a little blue flame inside of it. He steps out of the room and kind of dusts his shoulders off, pats down his suit, doesn't seem to pay you a second thought, looks around like he's forgetting something, like he's looking for his keys or something, and then turns his gaze to you, reaches one long clawed finger into his pocket and pulls out a little business card that just says crossroads on one side of it and then sets it down next to your mug of tea looks down at you and says now you're very interesting i can see what you want and i could give it to you being a gen zer (laughs) the cogs like click in my brain i see like the name crossroads on the business cards i pick it up and connect it with everything that's being said and like oh you're that fricko that everyone's been talking about all night i'm i'm good i'm good i'm i don't i don't believe in making contracts and and writing checks my ass can't cash no but you're not good are you you're dying you're dying by inches aren't we all not me look maybe not tonight i understand how much time it feels like you have but one day maybe at the very end that card will still be there. They told me I can prolong it. We're not using your powers, right? Yeah. But what are you without your powers? Really? Just like everyone else? 
are you to walk in here and make beautiful promises? And there has to be better targets. Well, I didn't come here for you. But I sensed what you wanted. I figured I'd just drop this off. I was actually just on my way out, but can you give him a message for me? What's your message? Can you tell him he should have signed a contract? And then that crossroads is going to walk out the front door. Oh, poor kitties. Are you mad about the way it all went down? Well, we could always make a deal. If you'd like to keep up with us and what we're up to, you can follow us on Twitter, at LiveFromTheApoc, Instagram and TikTok, at LiveFromTheApocalypse, or join our Discord community, which will be linked in the description down below. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, feel free to give us a good rating and follow us on your podcatcher of choice. Leave a review if you're so inclined. It really does help us out so much. The donation link to our International Rescue Committee campaign can also be found in the description if you'd like to help us support their humanitarian aid mission. Join us for the live recordings of Academy H every other Sunday or any of our many other ongoing live stream campaigns that happen throughout the week over at twitch.tv slash live from the apocalypse. For more information, as well as links to our Patreon and merch store if you're interested in supporting the operational costs of Live from the Apocalypse, visit livefromtheapocalypse.com. As always, nothing we do would be possible without your support, and we appreciate you so, so much. Until next time. Also, uh, fucked up that you chose the session where I did my eye makeup for the first time. Uh, <laughs> I did notice that. Feels uh, feels homophobic, not going to lie. <laughs> Truth. I mean, what, what, what is the comeback to that? <laughs> I have nothing. I, I was like, I was about to be like, in, in my opinion, hiding your emotions is a is a hetero move, but, uh, but that still makes me homophobic. So. Either way, either way. And that doesn't address uh, the ruined eye makeup. Smeared eyeliner. Yeah. I don't have time to redo this. Are you kidding me? You know how long it took? <laughs> in this economy. Oh, I'm sorry. No, don't no, be. That good. was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, that was, oh, that was so good.